Welcome to the Operate Podcast, where we give you a behind-the-scenes look at company building from the perspective of the builders themselves. This is how we operate. Really excited to have Ben Quo on today. And before we get to hear from Ben and we get to hear about all the amazing evangelism and work he has done for quite a long time in the SoCal startup and tech and innovation community, uh, I just want to give the audience a little bit of introduction to Ben. So he is the founder of SoCal Tech, and many of you are probably subscribers to SoCal Tech. And it's a company here in LA area and SoCal that provides a lot of the news and interviews and tracking of venture capital and, and deal activity. And SoCal Tech has been really a key cornerstone of the region for certainly the, as long as I've been here. So I've been here almost 20 years and he started even before I got here, but he has been a, a cornerstone of information on what's going on here for those that uh, really want to know. And so I really consider Ben, I, I kind of call him the, the tip of the spear of all things startup tech investor news. And, you know, I feel fortunate. He was actually one of the first people in that community that I met when I got here back in 2002. And so it's amazing now looking back that how long we've actually known each other. And so he's been doing it for a long time. Um, and before that, he really lived that. He was a product manager. He was an engineer for a storage area network company called Troika Networks. And I also, I want to spend a little bit of time today because he also started a company called Real Eats, realeats.com that he started and ultimately sold, you know, did it well before Yelp ever existed uh, as well. So we'll, we'll talk a little bit about some learnings that he got from that experience. Uh, he is a graduate from USC, so I won't totally hold it against him being a, a Bruin, as, as you all know, um, but he, you know, he is born and, and bred here in the SoCal region. He, through, uh, through and through, is SoCal Tech. And when, whenever I think about what's happened and, and is happening in the region, he is the first person that comes to mind. And I am so excited to have him on today. Ben, thanks for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me, for sure. Absolutely. So let's get to sort of the, the pressing news you know, of the day. And what are you hearing from the community? You have so much reach into this SoCal startup community. What are you hearing from the community when you think about this current crisis in COVID-19? Yeah, it's, it is definitely an interesting situation we're in. Um, I, I, I think we're kind of in the what's going on mode in terms of, you know, where are we? What do mm -hmm. we do? Um, I think the, the, sh the shock of the change in the environment uh, hasn't sunk in yet. Mm -hmm. I talked to a lot of investors and it is sort out your portfolio time mm -hmm. <laughs> and mm -hmm. figure out how to survive. Sure. And that is, as it, I would say, you know, having seen ups and downs, mm -hmm. this is probably the most abrupt I've seen. Oh, sure. Um, the, the closest I could compare it to would be 9-11 mm -hmm. and, and the same impact there. So it's, it's definitely a very interesting, challenging environment. Sure. So I was going to say, I mean, you and I have both been around a while. We're not, uh, you know, fresh out of uh, school and this is our first real economic crisis. I think a lot of people are really questioning now and saying, hey, for a lot of millennials, this might be their first one. It'll be interesting to see how they react to it. 
but you know what what do you you know as you as prognosticating um it this one's complicated on so many levels i mean you see a stock market that's um i think for most people way higher than most of us would expect given what we feel like is happening you see uh, consumers out of jobs at levels we've never seen in our lifetime. And so it, it's really hard to, to navigate it. I mean, what, what do you see over the next 12 to 18 months as you just think about the data points that you're oriented to? Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, there, there's an opportunity and a threat here. Uh, the, the investors I talk to and everyone who's been through this, you know, and ups or downs mm -hmm. before, uh, knows that the companies that come out of crises are the ones that are the strongest in the yes. end. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like a, you know, in a hot, in a high flying market, anybody can have a company mm -hmm. that, that seems to do well and they can sell. But when you've got a bad market, only the best companies survive. Mm -hmm. And the question is going to be, uh, what is it going to take for companies to survive? Um, but if they do survive, you're going to have to uh, guess that they're going to do very well. And yeah. Through all the last few ups and downs, uh, through 2008, the last, I think, big, big uh, downturn, every company that came out of there uh, that was venture back or even not venture back uh, and survived, thrived very well. They, the, 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 the bad thing about the market is it wipes so many companies out. Sure. And, and this is going to be brutal. Mm -hmm. um, however, uh, if, if you look at all the past history, uh, the, the companies that that do survive out of it tend to be like the market winners. What happens mm -hmm. is all the competitors get swept out, sure. right? So you had 10 companies doing what online pet supply or whatever it was, mm -hmm. whatever it was during the dot-com um, era. And then, you know, one, you know, is able to survive and all of a sudden they have all the business. And sure. so you know, that's the opportunity. I mean, who, who's going to win? I don't know, but sure. definitely that's, that's the capability. The other thing is it's clear there's some things that are happening now where technology is going to, you know, get us through this. And I think everyone knows about Zoom. We're sitting here on mm -hmm. Zoom right now. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of people who tell me, you know what? We have not gotten so many calls for internet access equipment, okay. for, for cloud services and all that. So, yeah, it, this is it, no, no mistaking it's going to be ugly. In fact, mm -hmm. um, uh, it, if we are not close to Great Depression level, you know, issues, by, by now, I think the you know unemployment numbers probably you know went up by another you know five million people sure. this week or whatever it is. Uh, yep. I don't know what, what we'll, but you know hopefully you know this is just a a period of time, and then we figure out what we're doing, and then then we can start thinking about you know what's next. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm going to go specifically. I mean, I I I think you're absolutely right on the um, fewer winners, but stronger ones who do win so if you think about that um for the ones that are based here in socal because you have to think other people are, are trying to think this way how do we try to create as a community how do we try to create some advantage for our companies here because this is i mean there was so much and i want to talk about the ebbs and flows that you've seen in the socal tech community but I feel like we were really at kind of peak excitement and energy level here in SoCal. So before we get to that, any thoughts on things you feel like we as a community should be trying to think about to, to make sure if there are five players in a 
in a market. One of them happens to be here that we, we try to make sure one, you know, ours here wins. Yeah, uh, there's actually one advantage that people don't realize, um, which has been a, a downfall a little bit for our, our companies uh, during normal boom times. And, and I hear these complaints all the time from investors from Northern California is they say, hey, companies in Southern California are not aggressive enough. Mm. They need to bet everything. They need to go for market mm -hmm. share. Mm -hmm. and Growth at all costs. Growth at, growth at all costs. Yeah. And, and and investors that are looking for that home run mm. generally don't like the the approach that a lot of companies here have been, which is sure. make sure it's profitable, mm -hmm. make sure your unit right. economics right. work. Um, and I think that in this environment is a positive, yes. not a negative. Yes. Which You're is spot on. That's right. Yeah. You're spot on. That has been since I've been here, that has always been the the and I think that's so important for people here to understand that. So many of the uh, entrepreneurs here are business builders, right? Um, and the dreamers that really are, you know, let's go grow something crazy big and then figure out later if there's a business. Um, they've tended to leave. They've tended to leave here if they started here. Or they've tended to or immediately head to Northern California. Yeah, there's uh, a that's a great point. Yeah, there's there's a complaint that I hear often which is, uh, you know, investors from Northern California, the, the culture there has been, uh, you know, build it up as quick as you can. And, and it's really a, uh, you know, it's like a house flipping thing, right? Mm -hmm. Flip it, right? Mm -hmm. Don't build it, flip it. And, and that's great when the markets, you know, everyone's mm -hmm. going, oh, it's a high market and everything. But when you're talking about this kind of environment, then, oh, the fact that you did everything profitably, that your, your every employee contributes to the bottom line, all that is actually a positive. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's, I think that's our advantage. And I know it's been a weakness during the, the big markets, sure. but there's no investor here I know, uh, and our investors have been through the block, you know, mm -hmm. at least most of them, uh, who will say, hey, I'm going to bet everything, the, the whole farm, because this is a sexy company, right? Mm -hmm. And that's been, been a huge downside for them because they go, the valuation of this company is so high, why would you invest it? Now it's like they go, whoa, well, I'm glad I didn't invest yeah. in that company. That's right. Yeah, that's a, I think that's a great point. So to that end, um, as you think about the, the areas of real excitement for you in the, the SoCal tech community, what, what are the things that really excite you right now? Even, you know, whether it was before the, the crisis or even with that lens on uh, of what's ahead? Yeah, you know what? It, it's hard to call industries. And, and I, uh, I tell people that the interesting thing here in Southern California is we're very diverse, mm -hmm. right? The, the number of industries um, across the region is huge. You know, if you, and I cover everywhere from um, Santa Barbara to San Diego in terms of the general area. And one year, you know, it'll be internet advertising. The next year it'll be clean tech. The next year it'll be bio, biotech. The next year, it's, it's insane how many different industries are part of our tech industry here. Mm -hmm. um, even in the last few years, all of a sudden, uh, aerospace. I say right? Space right. has made a huge, huge push here. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you know, the whole time, all those space companies have been building up, people go, oh, it's gonna be entertainment companies. You know, they're space companies, you know, mm -hmm. whoever would have thought, right? So yeah. it, it's an interesting, uh, I think the difference um, uh, that we have is we do have a lot of different industries to tap into. Mm -hmm. And when things are rising, those companies rise to the top and start growing. And um, it, it, it's, it's hard to predict. 
So mm -hmm. uh, I, I know a lot of, uh, especially economic development agencies and other folks say, hey, we're going to bet all of our horses on yeah. X. Yep. And the problem is you can't predict what's going to be next. Um, mm -hmm. uh, there, there's a few examples. Uh, I, I like uh, pointing out uh, people say, hey, well, you can't build a tech company in X company, you know, X kind of tech company in X city because it's not a city for whatever. And then I look at uh, lynda.com, which mm -hmm. I think you're, you know, familiar sure, with. Sure. They went, mm -hmm. uh, uh, they were eventually acquired by LinkedIn for, I don't know, gobsbocking amount of money. Um, and they were starting Ojai, which mm -hmm. if you've ever been to Ojai, you know, it's great for, for spas, but you would never think you'd start a high tech company there, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, it, it was, uh, uh, th that's like a, one of the classic examples is, you know, somebody saw a need for something and they built it up and they, they weren't able to get funding for it either. You know? mm -hmm. And they actually took it to, I, I think, a, a couple hundred million dollars in revenues without any funding. <laughs> this is bootstrap, Amazing. right? Um, and, and then, and then uh, and I don't remember exactly how many, what, and then they, they grew from there mm -hmm. and all in a little town, right? So right. Uh, where, where you are does not determine what the best industry is. Mm -hmm. so. Um, yeah, great. The other one is, is MindBody, right? MindBody is up in San Luis Obispo, which mm -hmm. San Luis Obispo, you know, I don't know what you think of when you say San Luis Obispo. Aside from the school there, it's like- I, say, it's a, I think it's a school and, and probably agriculture. Yeah, Win wineries, I think, cows, yeah. <laughs> wine tours. Yeah, and they built a, a, you know, a business in software as a service. Mm -hmm. And you would never think about there. So it's tough to tell what industries will do well, but uh, I think our diversity helps. You know, the fact that we're not all one thing does help. So, so, yeah, and I think that that probably creates some of those collision opportunities for things. I mean, obviously, Hollywood has been a big influence uh, on the media side, but that that advantages almost any type of business that wants to really tell stories. Um, and and I do think that is a a, a strength that that we have, and um, you know, the collisions of 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 where things come together is is something that. I, I always argue we need to be more proactive as uh, whether it's having events or trying to, to cause those to happen. Cause I think a lot of it ends up just being serendipitous. Yeah. And, and I think uh, that's a hard part is, is you can't predict a lot of this stuff, yes. but having events or having people aware of each other really helps mm -hmm. for sure. You know, things like what you're doing, I think are, are great because people go, Hey, I, I didn't realize these companies existed. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know, you know, what was going on. And, and uh, it's really encouraging to other entrepreneurs. Sure. Yeah. I mean, at some level that's, and I think that's a big part of the service that I see that you've provided. So let's, you know, let's go a little bit deeper. I mean, as I was saying, you've been doing this for quite a while and clearly to persist as long as you have, there's a, there's an amount of passion and commitment that's required to, to do this. And you know, the, the, I think the, the inspiration that it, it provides is huge. So as you think about, you know, the last 20 plus years of, of being the tip of the spear for all, all things news and, and uh, information in the, the region around startups and the, the tech community, what are, what are the things that really stand out for you as the highlights? Yeah, so it's, it's been interesting. The, um, you know, I tell people it's been a thousand internet years because like, you know, I can't see it now because I, I didn't give my, gave myself a pandemic haircut, but yep. you know, the gray hairs, um, it, it's, it's, um, you know, the, the, 
it, it has been just uh, an interesting, uh, interesting journey. Now, uh, I, I don't know if I ever told you, uh, you know, part of the reason I started SoCal Tech um, was because, you know, whenever I started, you know, 20 some years ago, uh, I was reading in LA Times about how uh, Southern California had no high tech industry. Mm. Like it was, you know, the worst, you never want to invest here. And then they had an article that said Broadcom, the Silicon Valley company is doing great. And of course, you know, Broadcom <laughs> yeah. in Orange County. Yeah, exactly. It's right there, people. <laughs> and, and, and so I said, you know, that, that's part of the reason I started the mm. whole, whole newsletter. And mm -hmm. uh, it was, you know, and, and it does take a lot of, you know, just interest and passion in the area mm -hmm. because, um, you know, I told you this before, but you know, if I was smart, I wouldn't be doing a, a something covering SoCal. I was like, oh, I'm going to go Silicon Valley and, uh, you know, build this company up and sell it, which people have done. Um, and, and I've done it because, you know, uh, maybe maybe it's stupid on my part, but I kind of feel like I have a responsibility for the community mm -hmm. and, 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 you know, helping to bring everyone together and, uh, and letting people know what's going on for sure. sure. So. Well, and I, and I, I mean, you have, like, you, you've lived it. Uh, I mean, one of the things that I was curious about when, people have a, a startup here now, um, how often do you feel like they're, they're coming to you as one of the, the primary places to release news? Because I feel like you, you have been that for, I mean, I, I know for sure I've come to you in many cases to say, hey, I, we got something exciting happening here. So I have to, I know I'm not the only one. Yeah, uh, people often ask me, where do you, you know, find the information and, and what news sources are you getting? I say, no, 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 people talk to me. You know, they're telling me first. They said, mm -hmm. oh, well, you know, I'm going to build something like you and we're going to scrape articles. Like, well, if you just be scraping my site, you know, <laughs> that, that, yeah. the, when you, the advantage of what I've been doing is that I've been doing it for long enough that people know I'm here mm -hmm. and I have all the contacts and all those people and you can't just, you know, pull that out of a hat. Sure. And the other thing is people say is, uh, uh, you know, oh, we're we're uh, uh, we're going to see what you know TechCrunch is writing or other stuff, and mm -hmm. and to figure out what's going on. And and those folks don't understand this market, and they don't pay attention. And uh, you know, I laugh a few years. You know, it's probably been ten years when Green Dot, right? Sure. Green Dots mm -hmm. in in uh, Monrovia, you know, did a phenomenal job. And and for the folks who haven't heard of Green Dot, they if you go to Walmart and there's this prepaid card which you can put your money on. And it's like a credit card. It even has a MasterCard logo on it. And they were the first to roll that out very widely. And they did that through Walmart, through a partnership with Walmart. They became huge. Mm -hmm. and, I think it still is Petco's Angels' number one best right. investment ever. Yeah. And, and it's funny because uh, there was an article in TechCrunch. So I was like, oh, TechCrunch is the, the big publication. Mm -hmm. This was after their IPO. And they said, wow, look, this is the best portfolio company out of Sequoia. I think it's Sequoia or or, or a client or something like that. and 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 I went well, where have you been in the last five years you know mm -hmm. um, so so you know those things are uh, that, that those things are very interesting to me so sure yeah well that's I think that uh, that's what I find so awesome too is that like, you have those stories of hey I, I you know I, I met Steve when he was just getting going at Green Dot or uh, you know a number of these companies that are the the ten year overnight successes. Right. Yeah, and yeah. so, I mean, you've been through a number of, of ups and downs. I mean, there's been dot-com crash, there's been September 11th, there's been the financial crisis. Now, now, 
how how do you in your mind think about those eras uh, from a SoCal tech landscape standpoint? Yeah, I think uh, those eras have been tough, but I always think that we've done better because of them. On the Uh, next one? uh, uh, Yeah, because of the next cycle. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, I think the advantage uh, has been we are not in, uh, you know, I, I mentioned that we've got a very diverse economy and there's a lot of intermixing and and part part of what we have is a better awareness of like Main Street. Mm-hmm. So the the companies that come out of our area, all of, across the area, um, you know, tend to be closer to the ground of what people need and want. Mm-hmm. And when you are in Silicon Valley, often you're going for, hey, I've got this you know tiny little niche area, and because I love mm-hmm. you know I've got always on connectivity, they, they've got a very very tech focus. And when you hit markets like this. Um, you know, people aren't buying the latest and greatest app necessarily in this kind of environment. It's, it's, uh, I like to tell people, uh, and, and you hear this from the, the serial entrepreneurs as well, is in a bad environment, people are not buying vitamins, they're buying aspirin, mm-hmm. right? Right. Mm-hmm. If you, if you are, if you have a pain, you will pay anything for the pain, mm-hmm. but you are not going to pay for, for the floofy, you know, fun stuff, Right. And that's what we're going into now. And I, I we've understood that over the years. I think, um, you know, that's why we have so many companies that have that have done well, even mm-hmm. through all those, you know, the the dot com and the 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 nine eleven and the the downturns. Is we always have companies who have figured that out. Who mm-hmm. said, what is it really that our our customer wants? Uh, what do they need? What will they pay for? Even if even if the the environment isn't great. And I, mm-hmm. I remember through a couple of the the past uh, downturns, I've asked people, you know, what was it about your product that even though no one else was paying money for that you guys survived? And they said, oh, you can't do without it, right? You, we have to buy it. People have to buy it. Even if they're losing money, they have to, mm-hmm. you know, that, that software they have to buy because there's just no choice. Mm-hmm. So those, those companies do well. Yeah. So how... Uh... How do you think that now has affected the capital situation? Because, you know, we were talking earlier. I mean, there, there are uh, potentially, or, or there were potentially more new funds here than there were new startups not that yeah. long ago. Yeah. Uh, and on, on one hand, that's really positive because that shows, okay, there are people starting to, to root capital here. Is that a lifestyle thing in your mind that people are ejecting out of somewhere like the Bay Area, or is it broader awareness, or is it peak hype? I mean, what what is it that you think is is driving that, and will will it stick? Yeah. So uh, a couple of years ago, I, I had a slide showing all of the new funds in Southern California mm-hmm. versus all the startups, and the new fund slide I swear was larger <laughs> than the new startup slide. Um, and, and it's a good thing, and it, sure. it is actually um, a positive. So the reason there's so many new funds is because there were a lot of successes over the past year in Southern California mm-hmm. and a lot of awareness. So there's a general awareness that Southern California is a growing market, and I think a lot of people realize it's not our first, uh, not, not our first time through it, right? This mm-hmm. is you know three or four generations in, mm-hmm. and because of that, there's a lot more entrepreneurship. There's a lot of more entrepreneurs that have been through it. Uh, there's a lot more opportunity. And uh, some of it's driven by valuation, of course, mm-hmm. because Silicon Valley, uh, these investors would be fighting 
tooth and nail for a piece of a, a hot company. Mm -hmm. And down here, that doesn't happen, right? You have a company and they get, oh, we, we have these two or three, four investors and they don't have 12 investors, you know, knocking down the doors and pushing the valuation up. And, and even if you have a phenomenal company, if the valuation is completely out of here, you know, no one's going to make money. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, that's been an advantage for us. Now, uh, where are we today? Uh, I think uh, that capital has not all been deployed. All the investors mm -hmm. I talked to, have a lot of what they call dry powder. Mm -hmm. They are, they've been looking at investments and, and for good or bad, it's been very expensive. Mm -hmm. So you talked about valuations. The last year, you know, the, the private markets follow the stock market. Mm -hmm. The stock market has been at an all time high and so have been the private valuations. So our investors have been saying, oh, we have, you know, $50 million to go invest, but man, do we want to pay that much? Mm -hmm. And so, some of that hasn't been deployed yet and quite a bit of it and and there's a potential now mm -hmm. uh, the downside is nobody's making writing checks right now not mm -hmm. new checks right they may be writing checks to current companies but everyone's going what is going on right and mm -hmm. and until that resolves i don't think there's going to be a lot of new checks mm -hmm. uh, there's gonna be carry-on deals people who are talking uh stuff that was you know halfway done that'll close for the next you know month or, or two but a lot of the new stuff's not happening. And that's because the investors are going, wait a second, you know? Well, it's <laughs> just hard. I think it's really hard to see just how short or long this is going to be, right? I mean, if you look at 5 million more people applying for unemployment and you go, this is, I, I can't even comprehend how deep this is. And by the way, consumers are two thirds of our economy. Right. Well, that that's a significant number. What you know, if if my business is at all in anywhere in the chain, which I would say almost every business has consumer somewhere in the value chain, uh, it, it's concerning for sure yeah. because it's just hard to tell. Like, are all these people going to go back to work or yeah, it, it's, uh, it's where are they going to go back? To work? It's unprecedented for sure. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, I I tell people that. Uh, you know, we, we haven't gone through this since 1918, right? And uh, that, was, that was the uh, Spanish influenza. Yep. Yep. And, and so we haven't been prepared. Um, as you can tell, I'm, I'm an avid reader. <laughs> uh, by, and, and, you know, stuff like, uh, there's a lot, of, a lot of books about like the Great Depression and all that. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting to see and, and, uh, and you know, what is, the, what is the next step? And uh, what does it mean? Mm -hmm. um, you know, they're, they're, that, that, that's a, no one knows the answer, but, uh, you know, uh, whoever does figure it out, I think will will maybe do we'll, well. We'll do well, for sure. Yeah, yeah. For sure. And I, I'm not convinced that, that everybody can go work for Amazon and Walmart and Google. I mean, there, there are some big monopolies that have developed that I don't know that enough people have a sense of in the last 15 or so years that are sort of strengthening under this environment too. And that's a little troubling, I'll be honest, because um, I do think a, a more fluid uh, environment tends to, tends to create a little more stability. Yeah, yeah, I, I think uh, it, it's, it's definitely throwing some, some wrenches into the whole game. Um, you know, look at, look at the companies that have been, you know, rising, mm -hmm. Airbnb, Uber, what does mm -hmm. this do to them, right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. you know, think, think about uh, how different the world is. You know, mm -hmm. Amazon's benefiting now, but 
like you said, you know, what does that mean for everyone else, right? Mm -hmm. That's right. So let's, let's, uh, I mean, it's, I think it's timely. I, you know, I was mentioning earlier your startup that you did many years ago, Real Eats. Um, obviously, the restaurant industry, and I think that's one of the big industries in Southern California. Uh, there have been a lot of restaurant entrepreneurs over the, the decades here and a lot of innovation around food. I mean, obviously, health, wellness, and those things are, are part of the lifestyle of this area. And we, we inform, in many cases, influence the world in that regard. So as you think back to your time doing that, I'm sure you still have a little bit of a, a heart for uh, restaurants, restaurateurs. Uh, you, what are your thoughts about that? Like, are we forever changed in how we're going to think about dining? Right. Yeah. That, that's a, that's interesting. So, so that, that's funny. It was, it was a tiny little, uh, uh, you know, side project of mine, which mm -hmm. I did back way, way before, you know, restaurant reviews. I, yeah. I was thinking now that maybe I should work more on that. <laughs> it could have been, it was way before Yelp. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and, uh, it was essentially the same thing. And mm -hmm. I was just an engineer playing with it, but, um, uh, oops, sorry about that. <laughs> um, that's an antique phone. I love it. <laughs> um, so anyhow, um, it's, uh, it's going to ring again. Oh, no, good. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so um, the restaurant industry, actually, there is an interesting aspect that people don't realize that has been happening for the last uh, couple of years, which is, mm -hmm. I don't know if you've heard of ghost restaurants. Sure. Or yeah, virtual yeah. restaurants. Yep. Um, and uh, there, there's a few entrepreneurs in town who, mm -hmm. have, who have really latched onto that. Mm -hmm. um, it's a very, very, oh man. <laughs> Sorry. I'll let it ring again. That's a sound we don't get to hear anymore. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hopefully someone else in the house answers that. <laughs> I should have put that off the hook, but anyway. Um, yeah. Sorry That's about right. that. The, the, uh, the, uh, the Zoom experience there. That's right. That's right. You don't, I mean, you just don't apologize anymore for kids or dogs or right. exactly. phones. I mean, just, that's, that's yeah. what we're into. Yeah. We're yeah, very so anyway, patient. Virtual restaurants. Yeah. Um, there's an entrepreneur, there's a few entrepreneurs around town who have done this mm -hmm. like full-blown virtual restaurants. And uh, what, what they, they do is they put up a menu on Yelp uh, or, or Uber Eats or whatever, mm -hmm. and there's no restaurant that actually exists. And all that it exists is there's a, there's a kitchen somewhere in the mm -hmm. back, mm -hmm. and they have their set menus. And the thing is, that kitchen can be six restaurants, mm -hmm. right? Um, and, and it's immensely profitable. There's, there's no front end staff. There's no retail presence. Mm -hmm. There's, it, it is just, you know, virtual orders. Those companies are going to do well, mm -hmm. especially now when, you know, everyone's at home, not yeah. everyone wants to cook. Um, those folks are, are doing really well. Um, uh, one of those folks told me they had a ice cream, um, somewhere in LA, there's an ice cream store. Mm -hmm. which you can get only on Yelp and, and Uber Eats. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, fancy schmancy ice cream, whatever. And they actually go, they've been going to Thrifties and they, they buy ice it. cream cones at Thrifties. They change the, the, like wrap it up in their own stuff mm -hmm. and put like sprinkles on it. And they charge like 20 or 30 times more <laughs> than what they paid for. Mm -hmm. And they don't even have to maintain a restaurant or a mm -hmm. freezer. So, you know, th those companies, Just I think entirely are, opportunistic and virtual in this yeah. yeah yeah so so that's that is an interesting thing and there's 
there's a facility. That's a little in, bit of Hollywood right there. Right, right. Yeah. There's a facility in Pasadena, which yeah. is just, you know, virtual mm -hmm. restaurants. And, and I think it is, at least for this year, will be a big trend. And I think overall, you know, uh, it's just going to accelerate that, that, uh, that whole trend. Sure. Yeah, I, I agree with that. You know, it was interesting. I think I read before the crisis, within the last couple of years, consumer spending on restaurants exceeded grocery for the first time. And obviously that's probably trended back uh, oh, it's, it's, in the short uh, term. Right. But, but I think the trend had been toward uh, dining out, but increased by delivery. I mean, I'm, I'm an investor in a, in a restaurant chain that's done fairly well here over the years. And when, when I invested, 0% of the revenue was delivery. And now it's, you know, a quarter probably. And maybe right. in this, I mean, in this farm, it's 100%. Right. Uh, given that. Yeah, but, but it's, some... yeah, there, I mean, I think the idea is it's still very fluid, but this is, I think Southern California has a lot of leadership to, to provide that. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see how the, the pure retail chains do. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it'll be, it'll be sad because I think some folks aren't going to survive it, mm -hmm. but um, it'll be interesting to see how the, the folks that do remain, you know, succeed. Sure. Um, and, and I guess it, you know, all depends on how this all plays out. That's right. So let's talk a little bit about Orange County. I mean, obviously, I'm in Orange County. Uh, I've been in SoCal. I've done a lot up in LA as well. But I'm, you know, pretty firmly planted here in Orange County. As you think about the region, and you think about Orange County, because you have this macro view, like how do you think about Orange County and define it in your mind as a part of this innovation ecosystem? Yeah, Orange County has a huge place in the innovation ecosystem. But it's always been kind of behind, uh, you know, very very low key in terms of exposure and mm -hmm. and uh, awareness. And, mm -hmm. and part of that, I think, is uh, as you know, Orange County has had a very long history in hardware, mm -hmm. and hardware is just so hard for people to understand. Mm -hmm. uh, semiconductors, um, you know, aside from Intel and their whole mm -hmm. Intel inside, people don't know what, you know, what some semiconductors yeah. do, mm -hmm. and so. Uh, it's been hard, I think, for people to grasp how mm -hmm. much of the economy is in, in Orange County. Mm -hmm. and, and there's actually diversity of companies, mm -hmm. but people don't see it. And, and mm -hmm. part of it, as you mentioned, you know, Hollywood, right? Hollywood, the companies coming out of LA do tend to have a lot more pizzazz and flash, and mm -hmm. they tend to be more consumer, and that's mm -hmm. why. Mm -hmm. um, I laugh because people go, oh, well, you know, I don't know about any you know, big companies in Orange County, you know, I, and I, you know, I'll list out Broadcom and Kingston, and mm -hmm. they've never heard of any companies, right? And they're huge. I mean, they're, yeah, you know, billion-dollar companies. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so, uh, you know, that, that's been the challenge, I think, mm -hmm. with Orange County. Um, and, and what, I mean, do you feel that in the way you get information? Like, do, do, do you feel like Orange County companies don't share, promote, understand the value, for example, of marketing the company not necessarily the product or the thing that they do but marketing the story of the company to the region i mean those are the things i think smarter companies in recent years have figured out things like employment branding that right. you need to you need to to market what you're doing to get some of the best talent yeah yeah that's that's for sure uh, the uh, the the big thing is like you mentioned is if people don't know that you've got all these companies in your area then they don't want to come join them mm -hmm. because they're afraid. Hey, if I go join a startup in 
in Irvine and that startup doesn't do well, then what do I do, right? That's right. Um, and, and that that's something I think that, uh, you know, all these, re especially cities are really bad at because they want to mm -hmm. brand their city or they want to mm -hmm. brand their, their small region. They don't understand they need to, to be aware beyond just locally what's going on. Okay. Uh, there's, um, you know, it's from recruiting aspect, from funding. So if you talk to investors, you know, if they don't understand that your whole region is strong, then 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 you don't you don't get you don't get them to invest. Sure. And so that's why, you know, you know, I, I started SoCal Tech and I, I cover a huge swath, mm -hmm. right? Santa Barbara to to uh, to San Diego. And, you know, that was for a purpose, which is sure. all that activity. And so people understand all the companies. It really mm -hmm. helps. Mm -hmm. So on that note, then, how do you think about getting investors better, better oriented? Do you feel like, I mean, you mentioned earlier, you know, we've seen some successful startups. People tend to be willing to reinvest once they've had some success in that industry. But we have tremendous amounts of wealth in Southern California. We have tremendous amounts of wealth in Orange County. Most of it's not investing in what I call the innovation economy. Uh, in fact, a lot of it's not even investing in the area, right? People that have made a lot of money in real estate are investing in real estate, not even in Southern California anymore. They're rolling it over and buying stuff in other parts of, of the country. That's not helping the local economy. So how do you think about getting investors better oriented or creating more investors here so that we have more of that capital getting really invested in the innovation economy here? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is to to bring out and and tell the stories of the mm -hmm. successes. You know, the big companies that people have never heard of, the mm -hmm. huge, uh, just a huge contribution that they've had. Um, you know, I mentioned uh, you know one of them in in Orange County, Kingston. No one knows who Kingston is yet; they're you know huge, but no one knows their story either, right? So mm -hmm. it, it's that kind of stuff where you find the entrepreneurs and the companies that have done very well and you know, let people know. And, and mm -hmm. I've seen some regions have done very well doing that. Um, mm -hmm. Boulder's an example. Sure. Even the smallest company with a little success, huge stories, get them out on the press, make mm -hmm. sure that people know that it's a successful area. Yep. Yeah, I think that's a great, a great point. So a lot of top, a uh, lot of talk about branding SoCal as a region, right? We were talking about, you know, the great work that Andy Wilson and the Alliance for SoCal and his team are doing to really try to create this Santa Barbara to San Diego, SoCal tech, your, your coverage area as a region versus the various areas really trying to brand themselves. How do you, you've been doing this for a long time. How do you think about the best strategy uh, or, or what strategy you think we should be taking? Yeah, I, I like what uh, Andy and his group have been doing, uh, you know, Alliance SoCal, um, I believe that's their uh, URL as well. And, and, you know, it's really bringing people together and, and looking beyond your own little niche and just being aware of other folks and talking to other people, uh, sharing things and not competing. You know, that's mm -hmm. a big thing is, mm -hmm. is it's not San Diego versus Orange County versus LA. It's, no, no, how can we make all the, the area um, you know, grow. And that's a, that is something I think that, um, you know, especially the government agencies have to have to understand. It's not a who gets the big employers, like how can we all get more big employers or, or, 
or encourage more startups in general. Uh, you know, it's not a it's not a win lose situation. It's a win win mm -hmm. situation. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, you know, I don't know what the answer to that is, but I do I do think you know bringing everyone together as a broader community is important. Mm -hmm. So we're getting down to time here. Paul's giving me some time sign. I want to know. I, I I don't think I've ever asked you this. Do you have a favorite company that you've ever covered in all your history of of SoCal Tech? Um, you know what? I I don't uh, I don't know if there's a favorite company mm -hmm. um, or favorite entrepreneur or right, I mean, right. just like a story that you just you know you go that one was just amazing. Well, there there's been one that I was actually quite interested in a few years ago, which is Y Lighting. Have you heard of Y Lighting? Um, y Lighting um, was a startup which sold commercial lighting, so like mm -hmm. in your office mm -hmm. or in a restaurant. And all I did was online orders, and they did. Mm -hmm hundreds of millions of dollars i think they sold to somebody and it turned out it was a couple of guys <laughs> and that was it mm -hmm. they and they outsourced everything um they had a, a call chain and they wrote software and it was just an interesting thing it's like what you built this giant company yeah. and it was just you guys and it was it was just fascinating to me sure um, so yeah i mean it just shows that there are so many different ways to create a business right and find that place where where you can differentiate, right? Yeah, and every every startup to me is fascinating. That's that's mm -hmm. why I do this anyway. Is the it's nothing better than than talking to entrepreneurs, and it's something new every week, which mm -hmm. is just you know I love that someone figuring out a new business and how to make it work and and succeeding, and some not succeeding, but sure. then the next one they have is even more successful. That's right. Well, final lap here. One of the things I always like to ask my guests to, to do is to share that you know, key lesson or piece of advice with the audience. And so if you think about entrepreneurs in this environment, I mean, these are the, the people that do have the impact, create the jobs and really you know, help change the world uh, from here in, in SoCal. What, what advice or, or lesson would you love to leave with them? Yeah, the, the biggest lesson in Southern California for entrepreneurs is stop talking about it and thinking about it and start doing it. That's, that's mm -hmm. the hardest thing is execution is everything. And, mm -hmm. and the one thing I've learned is there's a lot of people here who are talking about a startup or starting a company and, or finding customers and, and you have to just do it. Mm -hmm. You can't sit back and hope someone will fund you. Mm -hmm. and you know about the funding situation, you need to start working on the business. And, sure. and that's the one advice because everyone I know who's been successful, that's what they do is like, hey, we're going to figure it out mm -hmm. or not figure it out, but we're not going to just write business plans and talk to people. We're actually going to do the thing. Mm -hmm. so. I, that's great. I mean, same seems like Nike should be your headline sponsor <laughs> right. for SoCal Tech. Just, just do it already. Right. Right. Yeah, that's awesome, Ben. Well, thank you so much for joining. Um, thanks again. And uh, Stay safe and sane, and we'll, we'll see each other soon. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thanks. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Operate Podcast. If you like this conversation, as a favor to me, you can rate us, review us, or subscribe, or tell your friends. You can also reach out to us on Twitter at Operate Podcast. Until next week, get out there and operate.